listening to ABQ Central. Well, to be fair. 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 With your host, Van Nunley. Alright, this is gonna be so good. And Fred Slow. The cream, The cream of the crop. 95.9 FM, 610 the sports animal. And talkabq.com. Turn it up! Turn it up! It's Tuesday. You know what that means. Ooh, I know. What's that mean, man? The boys are here. The boys are here. The boys are here. We're going to hang out with you all afternoon. We're live from the studio today. I am Fred Slow. Alongside me, my tag team partner, Van Allen. How are you? Oh, just climbing up this, the top ropes. About to fly off this turn buckle, brother. Doing good. How you be? This is at or near one of the best days of my entire life. Ah, oh, the results came back, huh? Negative? <laughs> Positive for a good time is yeah, what it is. Uh, also, Mike Vitale gave us our first gift ever today, which was nice. We've been working together for two and a half years, and we came into the studio, and we got brand new wind socks on these microphones here, huh, Michael? Thank you. I thought oh, you guys could use them. Oh, look at us. Can you hear us? They're- Hello? They're considerably thicker than the old ones. It's yeah. me. Can you, can you hear it? My yeah, voice. Yeah, I my don't voice? hear the popping and squeaking like you don't normally hear without a a, a very a very good mic sock. Huh. The other ones we have, they're you can tell they're useless. I mean, this one here. That sounds like an old timey cuss word. Ah, right, get out of here, you old mic sock. Uh, yeah. You know the ankle guy, huh? Nah, see, get out of your old Mike sock, huh? Yeah, walk down the alley, get to the yeah, boulevard there. Yankees bread socks, yeah. Well, that is tonight. That's 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 real life. First pitch is at six o'clock Mountain. Get ready for that one. How do you feel if you're on the East Coast with that, like eight o'clock start time? Stay up till midnight. Sure, I'm into that. I guess. 100%. Well, all the games go four or five. Have you noticed? In that? the playoffs, they yeah. Do. Playoffs. Why, Why is that? Because of all the pitching strategy, different pitchers. You ever listen? When's the last time you listened to "Hello" by Adele? Only the Belichick Brady commercial. That's when I saw it the other day, and I got like super emotional. Really? Hello, it's me. And I'm like, oh, dang it! So with this new mic sock, I feel like I want to just break into it. Yeah, if I if I make weird noises or I do blowing noises, I'm just testing it as we go along. Because I've only had this mic sock for like 12 minutes, I haven't really broke it in yet. Feels weird in my mustache. Yeah, you just rub it on there. <laughs> Can you hear that? Connect with your boys today on the Quanza Auto Care Hotline, 505-246-0610. Also, we're taking your TXT, 505-246-0610. You text us, we'll text you. You can also at us on social media, at TalkABQ. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the like. You can actually do that today. Yesterday, you couldn't. You could not. We were live yesterday from Bourbon and Boots for the program. For a uh, minute. It was so a-popping out of Bourbon and Boots with the Raiders watch party that the broadcast couldn't handle it. It couldn't handle, it couldn't handle all that energy. It was too much. Too much energy. Too much, too much mojo. The silver and black was out in force at Bourbon and Boots yesterday. They travel. Well, I don't think they're the ones from Oakland or L.A. or Las Vegas. Well, they traveled across Albuquerque. I did. It was packed house. It wasn't an open seat. They came as far as Berlin, I believe. Berlin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is that? 
Uh, you haven't been to the Berlin Fiesta? South of Albuquerque. <laughs> it's 30 minutes south. Is this like a legume thing? It's like a weird festival or something? Uh, it's like, what is it, the size of two Las Lunases? Berlin? B-E-L-E-N, Berlin. About 20,000, About 20,000? Yeah. Berlin, New Mexico. It goes Albuquerque. No D. Then Bosque Farms, then Los Lunas, then Berlin, then some desert, and then Socorro. Did I forget something? Is there anything in between Berlin and Socorro? There's not. Okay. So I just looked up Berlin, New Mexico. First of all, seems nice. I'm just going to put that out there. Oh, they got a cute little downtown and like railroad area. It it's looks a, like old and historic. Like a lot of adorable. It dates back to 1904 when it was incorporated. Like Las Vegas, New Mexico. Okay, I will take a 35 mile road trip south of Albuquerque to visit. Berlin. Give me a reason. Beautiful and historic Berlin, the hub city. Who apparently didn't file a census report in 2020, so they're still currently sitting at 7,200. Sixty-nine, nice people. All right, I'll check out Berlin. I really don't know much about it. Obviously, I just told you about it. Moderate weather, it looks like. Raiders fans. Raiders fans took the train up to Bourbon and Boots. Okay, so we can take the train down. It says here that is correct. That's what I just said out. Loud. I will a hundred percent do that. Let's go. I love riding the train. Okay. You know, I broadcast for New Mexico Highlands. It's a university in beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico. Train go up there? It goes up there. Sweet. It doesn't stop at Santa Fe? I thought it stops at Santa Fe. No, the rail runner stops rail at Santa Fe. Rail runner. But you can take the Amtrak. Okay. And it's $15 hairs. Round trip or one way? One way. Okay. You know, I was trying to make it look good. Yeah. Only certain times, right? Well, but you, you, there but is you, that. Yeah. I mean, you pay for the experience, really. That's how I feel. Not just the transportation. It's about the experience. The dining car has a glass ceiling. I mean, that's about, and it's a beautiful landscape that way. It's got a glass ceiling? That's what I'm saying. Like, it'll never be anything better than a, a dining car? It, okay, so you're talking in a professional sense. <laughs> yeah. The idea that you can only achieve so much in a chosen career path. Right, right. Yes. We do have sports talk today, and that will start at 4.15. When David Carl joins us, he is the head of the stadium initiative for the New Mexico United side. And he's going to talk about, I guess, the new news of the stadium and how it's progressing. Uh, keep in mind that if you have not registered to vote, I believe the deadline is past. Oh, no. Or it's today. I don't know which. You should try anyways. You just try to register. <laughs> well, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? say no? That's literally the worst. They'll so just say no. At 4.15... He will be calling into the program, okay? Because they have some stuff going on tonight. So if you're if you're interested, he will explain that to you, and and we can kind of catch up on everything going on with the stadium proposal, the joint proposal by the city and the New Mexico United. I got a giant proposal, man. That's that would actually probably unanimously unanimously <laughs> pass. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do Yankees Sox preview. Obviously, we're gonna cover the Monday Night Football game from last night. Yeah. At uh, Bourbon and Boots. Yeah, tough loss for the Raiders. They won one of the quarters, so that's good. Do they look like they're in trouble? We'll get to that at length. Yeah, we'll cover that in a, a later segment. The biggest sports news of the day is Bryson DeChambeau and Bruce Kapka are going to play golf against each other. We'll go into length on that. Obviously, way too early predictions for the NFL. We'll talk about the Lobos. They got a big game coming up this weekend. Where are they at? San Diego? Is that right? San Diego State? 
25th ranked San Diego State. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, the guy that coaches the Lobos, Coach Gonzalez? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to coach at San Diego State. Both of them. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's super crazy. So we're going to talk about that at length. That's going to be a lot of fun. Gonzalez and Long. And then obviously we'll have the varsity to wrap up the program at the end of the day. So it's a good day of sports talk. We're going to go all the way up to 7 o'clock. And then at 7 o'clock, we're going to hand the program off to Mike Trujillo of True to the Game. Ooh. Now you're like, hey, guys, that, like, that sounds really great. That's like a fun afternoon of sports talk radio. We're going to do the exact same thing tomorrow. Oh. So your boys will be here tomorrow. Sweet. Mike Trujillo at 7. Thursday night's always a little different because there's Thursday night football. Ooh. So I believe afternoon is like. What is it, like 4 to 6? Is that correct on Thursday? 4 to 5.45. Something of so that 545? nature. Yeah, 5.45. And then the football will start after that. Okay. So be prepared for that. Be prepared. JJ on Friday. Oh, how nice. I'm going to tune in. I love me some JJ. He's very talented. He is. Uh, this Saturday, though, exciting program note, uh, your boys will be live from the Balloon Fiesta. So if you're out at the Balloon Fiesta this upcoming Saturday between the hours of 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., maybe you're wrapping up getting there early in the morning. If you come by and see us at the KKOB broadcast tent, mm-hmm. then you will, number one, bring us a hot chocolate. Oh, please. Yeah. Number two, don't bring us any Baileys in it. Yes. Don't bring us any whiskey in it. Picky. Which you're probably freaking out, you're loyal like, listener. You're like, that's off brand. That's totally what you guys want all the time, and you every think, day. And you think I'm saying it in a way to be like reverse no psychology. In, yep, no tongue in cheek. No. Yep. And that's because we're currently on the endeavor of Sober October. That's right. We are Sober Octobering, Michael. Uh, breakfast burrito, please. The, you, I would have that. That would be fine. Because it's not liquor. It's uh, Correct. <laughs> Now, if you have created that and that exists in the world, I do want to have a conversation with you on November the 1st. Correct. I want to have, I actually would like to become better friends. A breakfast boozerito. Okay, hold on. Is this a, <laughs> does this website exist? Yes, I would have a breakfast bushrito. That is what I want. So we will be there Saturday morning. So if you, uh, yeah, if you're walking around or, or hanging out, uh, we'll have giveaways. We'll have a lot of fun stuff Saturday morning. I uh, know, I think we're going to have on a guest from. Evolve Strong on Saturday. Exciting. So that'll be cool, too, because that's who's helping us with our Sober October journey, and we'll go into length on that on the weekend program. Not going to lie, Vital, it's been five days, and I feel like a Greek god already. Since you've had a drink? Yeah. No booze, working out every day, only healthy food. I think I might just quit tomorrow. I think I I got one month's worth already. Forever, ever? (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. Quit, Quit Sober October. Oh, my God. Yeah, go back to Norm. No, I'm kidding. We're going in the long haul, and we're doing it with Evolve Strong. Did a hot yoga class today. We did. You can't wait until the end of the the month, right? No, I cannot. I'm very very excited. You could do this every day, live healthy. Vital, do you know what it's like to go to bed rested every night? It's stupid. It's weird. I hate it. It's legit weird. Wake up like with a full night's sleep. It's weird. And Van gets the lemony trickens. I don't know what that is, but I'll just agree with you. What is that called? Oh, you're worried about, oh, like when I would drink like one drink the last three nights? You're talking about Delirium's Trimmins? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how much we drink (laughs) that I physically need to make sure that I taper off. When we return from the break, Sports Talk, we'll do Sports Talk the rest of the program. Thank you for letting us laugh a little bit. 
David Carl will be joining us at 4.15. We're going to talk about the stadium and everything that's going on in the community. I th- actually, I think the United are like in the mix for the playoffs. Like The team itself is doing very well. We're not reporting on that enough, really. But stadium talk after that. It's ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live on the program. Joining us via the Quans Auto Care Hotline. Friend of the program, friend in real life, David Carl. Good afternoon, David Carl. Hello, Fred Flo. Nah. David, David Carl is heading uh, for the side of the United, not the side of the city, and we're currently efforting getting a representative from the city. But David Carl is heading for the side of the United, uh, kind of all of the stadium everythings. So the ABQs and the one, two, threes of what it's going to take to get a bond issue from the new stadium. David, if you would, maybe for the listener that's not super up to speed with what's going on, where does the stadium bond issue currently stand, and what are the vitals that individuals need to know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I like the ABQ one, two, three. That's good. Um, but uh, yeah, so the, the where it stands right now is going to vote. Um, that's the, the biggest piece. Going to vote on November second. Anybody in the Albuquerque city limits who is registered to vote can do so on November second. Or actually, early voting starts, I believe, tomorrow. I believe tomorrow. Um, so, what's that? Tomorrow. That is correct. There you go. Starts tomorrow, so you can early vote there, uh, beginning tomorrow. And then, as far as kind of the vital pieces of this. It's really kind of a quality of life issue more so than anything else, right? The ability for us to improve our city in a way that doesn't raise anybody's taxes, I think, is really crucial. Um, You know, the ability to improve our city and and improve quality of life and create something great in a way that doesn't take away from other funding sources, right? It doesn't take away from fighting homelessness or fighting crime or anything like that. There are important bond issues, um, you know, related to those things on the bond as well that people, if they feel strongly, should vote for as well. Um, so it's, it's really exciting. It's something that really has the, the opportunity to improve our city and to provide something that would be really beneficial to a lot of people and provide a really great sense of civic pride and does so without negatively impacting people or raising anybody's taxes. David Carl, New Mexico United with us. David, I feel like it's not going to raise your taxes, keeps falling on deaf ears. Can you explain the bond and then all the peripheral funding and who's paying for it? Yeah, 100%. So the, the estimation, uh, you know, give or take a little bit of money, but the estimation is that the entire project will cost somewhere between $75, $85 million um, is, is where it, is, it all kind of ballparks out to. Um, the bond itself is a $50 million bond. Um, and the way a bond works is it's not a tax on anybody. It doesn't raise anybody's taxes by a penny. Um, and so essentially, it's, it's the city asking for permission to use money that's already allocated, that's already set aside. So it's not them getting new money. It's not them taking money from you. It's not them raising your taxes by a cent. It's money that's already been set there, um, and they're just asking for the ability to use it. So that would be $50 million of that, again, 75 to 85 ballpark. Um, and then United has already uh, acquired uh, about $9 million from the state, so some from the governor, some from state legislators. Um, and that money has already started to go towards a feasibility study and, and things like that and can go towards uh, acquiring of land. Um, and then in addition to that, New Mexico United, I think the most important piece of it, New Mexico United has committed $32.5 million of their own money, and that gets you the rest of the way there. So that's $10 million in capital up front. And what capital means is we're putting the money in, United is putting the money in um, to help pay for the cost of the stadium, despite the fact that we are not legally allowed to own any of it. Um, so that's $10 million, and then another $22.5 million in rent over the course of that 25-year bond. 
That's $800,000 a year. Um, I think one of the things that's super important about that ban is you'll see a lot of bonds for a lot of stadiums, and maybe the bonds are smaller than this one or, or, or something to that effect. Something that's really important that a lot of people don't know, let's use Louisville or Colorado Springs as examples. Those bonds were smaller than the bonds that um, the city is asking for here. But the teams own those stadiums. We're not owning the stadium. The city owns the stadium. They decide the programming. They can lease it out for events, and they keep the revenue from those events. We will not own the stadium. The city will. It'll be the people's stadium, and I think that's really crucial. The letter of intent that recently came out between the United and the city of Albuquerque, can you explain how that works like contractually? Can you talk about how that relationship, which I guess has to be at a 20-year minimum or 25 years. Can you explain what that means between the United proper and the city? Yeah, 100%. So 25 years is the lease term uh, on that letter of intent. Um, and essentially what that letter of intent is saying is that if the bond is approved on November 2nd, then these terms would be the ones that would be negotiated into the lease. It, it's, once it's approved, it becomes legally binding. Um, and so that, that includes things like a requirement for New Mexico United to put best effort towards bringing a women's team to New Mexico, a professional women's team, which would be incredible. Um, you know, it requires a, co- a community benefits agreement with, with whichever community it goes into. Um, it lays out how financing will work, where, who's going to pay what to whom and when, all of that kind of stuff. And again, it becomes legally binding if the vote passes on November 2nd. So there's a few neighborhoods proposed for this, but I think everyone is leaning towards one. And that just so happens to be my neighborhood. And I've had nothing but support from my friends and neighbors who live in the downtown Borellis area. I mean, what what kind of blowback and opposition are you getting from this? And what's your answer to that? Sure. Yeah, it's a great question. I think regardless of of the neighborhood, you know, whether it is Borellis or South Broadway or Sawmill or somewhere else, um, you know, you're never going to find 100% of people who agree or 100% of people who disagree. That's never going to be the case. Um, We found a lot of support in each of these neighborhoods and in your neighborhood in particular. I think, you know, we've had the opportunity to really have some great conversations um, wherein people say, hey, I'm concerned about this or, hey, I have an idea about that. And we listen, and that's the most crucial, most important part of this entire process is that we listen to each other. Um, and so, you know, there are concerns about things like, um, again, fighting crime, concerns about things like homelessness, concerns about things like gentrification. And the only way we're going to, you know, work together to solve these problems is by listening. Um, and so we've had some community conversations. We're going to continue to have community conversations. We look forward to continuing to have those. But, again, I want to point out, a community benefits agreement, a CDA, is a requirement before we can even put a single shovel in the ground, and that's regardless of where this stadium potentially would go. And so if, you know, let's say it goes, let's say we're to go in Borellis, you know, it does not go into Borellis until the people of Borellis tell us these are the things that are important to us, these are the things that must happen, these are the things that we have to do in order to make this beneficial for everybody. When we have an agreement, then we can put shovels in the ground, and that can include those things that people are concerned about. I'm a registered voter, right? Let's say let's say I'm unsure. Let's say not only am I unsure, I for some reason am I against it. I can I can give you whatever reason, but let's just say at my core I'm against it. But I'm open to changing my opinion. What is the best resource to change my opinion? What is the best resource to answer some of the internal questions that I may have whenever, for instance, I have access to you, I have access to the city, I can call them all the time. 
like friend of the show does not necessarily have David Carl's cell phone number. So what is the best resource for an individual who's looking to change their opinion on the stadium or on the bond proposal? Yeah, I would say uh, there's a couple jobs for abq.com. That's jobs. The number four abq.com has a great frequently asked questions piece. Just to kind of talk about these are the things that people have expressed concerns about. And we update that, by the way, when we hear from more people who have concerns. Um, you know, we update that and, you know, hey, I have, I have, this is something that I have a question about. How does this work? Check out the website. We've got it there. You can also uh, follow on social media at, at, I believe it's at jobs for abq um, And, you know, that's been a great resource, and uh, particularly on Twitter with a bunch of information on, again, the things that people are asking us about most, the things that people have questions about, and again, deserve answers to. Um, that's that's been the crucial piece for us, right? It's a lot of information. You know, I'm not somebody typically who works around a lot of bonds. I work for a sports team, so it, it requires us to kind of go into a level of detail at times um, that most people haven't been in before when it comes to bonds. So how do we explain it in a way that makes sense, but make sure that people get all the right information? Because there's been a lot of misinformation, I think, floating around social media. So we need to make sure that we cut through the noise, go to the actual facts, look at the letter of intent because that's legally binding. That's not something that you can fabricate. That's not something that people can change around on social media. It's real, and it's legally binding as soon as this passes on November 2nd, if it in fact does. Yeah, please do not go into the ins and outs of bonds on our show, David. We, want, <laughs> we would like to retain at least a few listeners here. So, my <laughs> so okay. So to me, historically, it seems like these are almost exactly the same parameters that Albuquerque was going through when we're debating Isotope Stadium. Mm. And I don't know a single person who regrets having Isotope Stadium. An Isotope yeah. Day game is one of my favorite things to do in all of Albuquerque. So what do you tell the person who's like just repeating the same dialogue that Isotope Stadium went through? Yeah, I think that, that's a big part of it, right? I think it, it, the, the parameters are very similar. You know, in, in creating this letter of intent, the city and, and the team, you know, they took the isotopes model and really just kind of built on it. You know, and, and like you said, I, I can't think of a single person who thinks it would be better off without Isotopes Park. So it really comes down to a quality of life, thing, right? I think we as New Mexicans deserve good things. I think we as New Mexicans deserve to have the growth that, you know, cities have. And in addition to that, we don't have to pick and choose. I think people on social media want you to believe that you either support the stadium um, or you support fighting homelessness. You either support the stadium or you support fighting crime. It does not need to be an either-or. Like I said, there are bond issues right now that are going to be up for, up for election on November 2nd, up for consideration on November 2nd, that you can vote yes on if homelessness is something that's fighting homelessness is something that's really important to you. Do that. Absolutely. It's not an either or. We have the ability to fight homelessness. We have the ability to improve our community at the same time. If anyone is interested in helping spread the knowledge about the stadium bond for either United or the city of Albuquerque, do they have any options in finding resources to do so? Yeah, yeah. We talked about the jobsforabq.com. But in addition to that, you know, we've got a meeting tonight at the New Mexico United Team Store that anybody's welcome to come join us at where we're talking about um, essentially trying to get the word out, trying to have those conversations and answer questions. And if you have questions, if you have concerns and things that you'd like answered, we'd love to invite you to come down. We'll be here at 530, so it's pretty soon here. Uh, come on down, ask questions, and we're going to be making more of these individual events as well. So this won't be the only one, but anybody's welcome to come on down around the corner of Carlisle and Central and Knob Hill, and we'd love to talk to you.
David Carl, the all-everything of the New Mexico United. Thank you for taking some time, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, both of you. Appreciate you both. And uh, let's go let's head over to Bourbon Boots to grab a beer soon. Oh, hey I like that. I like I'm that into that. David Carl's a good guy. And How about November 1st? November 1st <laughs> is when we are in. <laughs> I will not be busy at all. That's sure. <laughs> what a good dude. David Carl, thank you so much. Thank He's, you. I tell you what. Thanks, there, David. I hide it from no one. I'm pro improvement. I'm pro renovate. Or excuse me. I'm I'm pro the community. I'm I'm pro this U.S. And Dave, hey, Dave won't say this. The United won't say this. Right now, they're a USL team. Cool. You give them the right venue, they're gonna get a look at as an MLS team. That's true. They're going to get an opportunity. And they can't without their own stadium. They can't without their own stadium. It's part of the charter. They literally can't without their. Do you want to have major? Do you want to have major league soccer here in Albuquerque? I do. Do you want to have women's major league soccer here in Albuquerque? I do. Let's grab a break. When we get back, break that one down very slightly, and then we'll jump into Major League Baseball playoffs, specifically Yankees and Red Sox tonight. It's ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. It's a great the- matchup. You know, it's two great teams, two historic great rivalry, and two great pitchers matched up against one another. So um, I think it's a good thing for baseball. Um, but, you know, we'll be uber-focused on just, you know, making sure we go handle our business. Aaron Boone hits one home run one time. Rides that wave into another career. It's a historic, it's a matchup. Of, they've played each other four times in the entire 100-plus history of both teams. Four times, guys. It's not like, it's only four. No, Fred, they can't be right. I'm telling you, it's only four. 99, which you remember. 2003, which you remember. 2004, which everyone remembers. Also, I guess everyone remembers 2003. Cause that's because when it, of the Jimmy Fallon, Drew Barrymore movie. That's why they remember. You're talking about Fever Pitch, filmed in St. Louis, Missouri, during the World Series at Bush Stadium, when the Red Sox, in four straight games, demolished my St. Louis Cardinals. That's embarrassing. You so okay? you're talking about? You still okay? No, I think about it regularly. Uh. When I ask individuals, what is the thing that haunts you most in your life? They often talk to me about the loss of a loved one or maybe an opportunity missed professionally or maybe the shot they didn't take, be it with a love interest or aspiration for greater good and glory. And mine is the 2004 collapse of the St. Louis Cardinals against the Boston Red Sox, where for whatever reason, Jeff Supon and the St. Louis Cardinals refused to walk David Ortiz. Well, if they had the soup on, they should have turned the heat up. Am I right? Hey, oh, I'll show myself out. <laughs> and the 2018 ALDS. It's about as big of a deal as anything in the entire history of all sports. That's how I feel. One game playoff. Don't call it historic. That's four. It's four in the last. 25 years. It's not even like. It was like 75 years before that. They never played each other in the playoffs. I love it. I'm going to watch every second of it. I have a date at Top Golf tonight. Our friends at Top Golf. I'm going to go say hi to our friend Peter. What? Peter. Yeah, I got a date at Top Golf. Will they have the game on? No, I'm going to bring an iPad <laughs> and use their Wi Fi. And I'm going to hit golf balls and I'm going to watch this game. Vital, what are you doing after this? You doing the next show? 
doing the next show, but we'll be watching, have an eye or ear on the uh, game. All right, text me. You got it. The- so two days ago, it was at Yankee Stadium. Boston had the tiebreaker. Now it's at Fenway. You'd have told me at Yankee Stadium with the unhittable Garrett Cole on the mound at home. Well, not the last five appearances. I would have told you Yankees win, no doubt, no doubt. But this is like a legit who knows who's going to win one game wild card playoff game. Garrett Cole made a wonderful case of being the American League Cy Young all season. His last three starts, five earned runs, three earned runs, seven earned runs. One of those was against the Red Sox, right? Team they're playing tonight. That is correct. But that was five in, six inning pitch, three earned runs. That's a quality start. They swept three in Fenway, they being the Yankees, what, yeah. like two weeks ago? A week ago? Yeah, that a game he pitched ago. was a win. But got shelled. Shellacked. Against Cleveland. And then got Tommy knockered against the Blue Jays with a lackluster performance that, against the same Red Sox in the middle. Rigamoranded? Rigamoranded? I don't know. I'm just making up words with you. Sklarfloosted? Okay. I, we have a strict <laughs> Sklar Brothers rule on this show. Yeah? I can't believe you just broke it. I didn't say Sklar. The thing that we're most often compared to, okay. which we never mention on air. Whoops. And you said. I said Sklar. No, that's, you can't. That's different. They're not Sh- saying. Sklarfloosted. They're not saying boo. God, they're saying Boo earns. They're saying boo earns. Boo earns. They're saying boo earns. Well, Cole's been on the big stage, so it's this is on. You know, he he's been there in the postseason. Maybe he's a different pitcher when the lights get turned on. So let's count them: one, two, three, four, five. Are you just counting? Six times all season, Garrett Cole. Gave up five or more runs. Two of them were out of the last well, three starts. I said Colt 45 gave up two zigzag hits. Cole oh, 45. Sorry. <laughs> you're, you're, you're smashing together your alcohol and your marijuana references. Baby, that's all we need. <laughs> okay. I like that one a lot. I'm super excited. I'm not even going to make a prediction. Yes, you are, because I am. I'm going to make you. You do it. Here's my prediction. When you put the Yankees and Red Sox on national TV, the entire sports world stops. Even people that claim they don't love baseball. That's what it's about. It's about polarizing. Hey, you know what's on tonight? The Bachelor. You know who cares? No one. The Bachelor's mom cares a lot. I, I would say. I would think. I don't know her story. The whole family, I don't probably. Know. We don't know that. They're probably Yanks fans. <laughs> and also, like, look, Steve, I'm not going to watch you tonight, but I'm going to catch up on the. I'm going to TiVo it. And I'll catch up. The Bachelor's recorded, right? So, like, they're sitting with The Bachelor and whoever he picked anyways, like, at home watching the Yankee game. Is it the finale? No, I don't know, but. Oh. Is the finale live? I don't know. I don't either. Nor care. Well, hold up. There's betting lines on it. Oh, wait. No, I care again. Never yeah. <laughs> Here's where I'm at. Home field advantage. Boston Red Sox at home. 
a world of playoff experience on this team and young dudes that aren't afraid to stand under the brightest lights. Raffy Devers, Xander Bogarts, very strong. Uh, breaking news. Bum, 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 bum. And I don't know. We don't. That's that's not a sound. That's just the Red Sox will be without slugger J.D. Martinez, who rolled his ankle in the very last game. What was healthy all season? You have a one-game wild-card playoff in your own stadium. Wow! And you roll your ankle in the last game. Doing what? Rounding a base. Oh, God, that's the worst way to do it, too. That's, that's literally how I broke my foot, too. So <laughs> when so, I saw it, I got a little it got a little icky. So it's got to be the left one, right? My tum-tum, my right one. No, you step with your right foot on the bag when you're around? Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't. Uh-huh, right and push off. No, so I was always taught you step that's with your... That's why you never made it to the bigs. That, well, there's a lot of reasons why I never made it, mostly <laughs> my lack of physical acumen and my severe, like, severe nearsightedness. Like, I, I, can't, I can't pick up a fly ball. I can pick up a fly ball. I don't know why I just lied about that. You could pick it up after you miss catching it and it's on the ground next to you. What a softball. Yeah, I mean. Just softball that in there, why don't you? Who's the Red Sox starting pitcher tonight? Nathan Eovaldi. He's very good. He's been pitching well. He's got some heat, and he's ending the season the exact opposite of Garrett Cole. And he... I don't know if you remember, went on a super strong run for the Red Sox when they took the World yeah, Series. He was unhittable in the playoffs, and he got paid the next year by the Red Sox. And it's kind of underperformed until the end of this season. We'll grab a break. When we get back, we'll give you our prediction. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. We are who we are. We're not perfect. We know that. But we didn't run into 91 wins just been lucky. We, we have a good baseball team. And hopefully we can get back to what we did you know, 10 days ago or before we played the Yankees here. It was Alex Cora, the manager of the Boston Red Sox, former Boston Red Sox, and also the guy who ruined baseball on Sunday when his team decided to mess around and win a game, and then we lost two 163 playoffs to get to a wild card game. So I low-key hate him for a couple minutes, but whatever, cool. Now you're over it? I'm getting, I'm getting over it. I'm kind of mad at him still because his sloppy cheating methods when he's coaching the Houston Astros. Because he was the, him and Carlos Beltran were the masterminds of the cheating program. So surprise, surprise, of course, Alex Cora brings cheating to the Red Sox organization. And they don't get in trouble for cheating. And here he is cheating us. Out of four one like four teams being tied for game one sixty three, it's like so he doesn't he didn't even care just about perpetual us. cheating. You don't care about anything, Alex Cora. So JD Martinez is not only not playing; he's like off the postseason roster, the wild card roster. They they reassign the roster after the wild card game. Okay, yeah. So we'll see. Could be bad. All they right. got to win this one though. Well, I don't think they will. So I got it. Are you ready? Oh, okay. Here's my. Big prediction. The Yankees are going to win in Boston. Four to three, five to three. Keep it real tight. 
They're going to they're going to hang too early on the Red Sox. The Red Sox are going to come back, take it mid-game. So it'll be like 3-2 in like the 6th, 7th. The Yankees will put some on against a reliever, and that'll be the end of it. Give me like a 4-3, 5-3 Yankees over the Red Sox. Yankees advance to lose to the Tampa Bay Devil Rays of Sun City, Miami. It's just the Rays now, Fred. Oh, I thought I had it right. They dropped the Devil. Well, I didn't know. Ever since Tebow came to Florida, they changed their name from the Devil Rays to just the Rays. I don't know if that's correct or a coincidence, but that's very good. Thank you. So you're picking the Yankees, huh? I'm taking the Yankees on the road because I hate Alex Cora. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the cowards' way out. I just I mean I just want to see an interesting baseball Same. game. I mean I hope it's close in the ninth inning. I just I just want to see good quality baseball being played in a really a really quality MLB environment that is that is Fenway Park and it's just it's the best rivalry in all the sports really. You know everyone knows Yankees <laughs> Red Sox and uh, I just I just hope the go, the boys go out there and they give it their all and, and really really perform for the crowd and like a national audience. You know everyone's gonna be tuned into this game. So who are you taking? <laughs> All right, you went Yankees. I'll go Red Sox. You're going Red Sox. Okay, my sister and brother-in-law like the Red Sox. I'll go Red Sox. This is your train of thought. Yep, that's my only prediction. I usually have great analysis for these types of things, but it's a one-game playoff. I can't analyze a whole series. I can't use my advanced analytics. It's one game. How do you know who's going to win one game? Well, I do. It's the Garrett, Yankees. Garrett Cole's been getting shelled. His last three appearances has gotten shelled. Eovaldi's pitching very well. These it's pin- trending towards the Red Sox at home. These pins. So I got Red Sox. These pinstripes don't run, brother. <laughs> Yankees on the road. They're going to advance. Sorry to all the Red Sox nation. By the way, I have a blood feud against the Red Sox. I'll never pick them to win anything, and that's all St. Louis Cardinals related. Ah, I see. That makes more sense now. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Help me, stepmother. I'm stuck in my football pads. We about to lose some friends of the show on this one. So, changing gears, Urban Meyer. uh, And also for the friends of the show, this one's going to be very sports adjacent. Okay. So, we weren't able to cover it yesterday because we were live from Bourbon and Boots. Short show. So much excitement. A little bit of tech diffs. Couldn't get to it in time. It's too good of a story to not go to, even on the 24-hour news cycle. Well, I think there's constant developments. Well, there is constant developments. It's snowballing. And this whole story just keeps getting harder and harder and harder to follow. Okay? (laughs) So you you set it up, and I'm going to knock it off the tee. Urban Meyer, after his loss... To Cincinnati on Thursday night football. Tough L for the boys. Went to his old home, his old stomping grounds, Columbus, Ohio, where he has a home, where he has a tap room and bar, and proceeded to party balls with a bunch of co-eds. And we're talking, Vital, we're talking like 90 minutes, is it, from like Columbus to Cincinnati. It's like an hour and a half. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Like we're talking like from here to New Mexico Highlands. And to me... Let's, let's say for me, me and Fred went and covered 
a show in Austin, Texas. Correct. We went and covered a UT football game. We went and covered a University of Illinois game in Champaign. And then I said, hey, and Houston is my hometown. Right. It's just an hour and a half away. Let's go to Houston. And we go party, and I hang out with old friends. I don't own a tap room and bar and pizza joint there. Whoa. But if I did, we would probably be hanging out at that. If you had access to your own personal bar, tap room, and pizza joint, yes. Yes, we would be there, which Urban Meyer does have in Columbus, Ohio. And I'm pretty sure his friggin' name is on it, right? It's like Urban Meyer's Tap Room, as simple as that. They have beer and pizza. Of course, that's the place you're going to go if you go back home to where you are a god. Multiple national championships, winning season after winning season, left the program in wonderful shape, an absolute legend there. You know what he's done for like 20 years also? What has he also done for 20 years? Partied and hung out with drunk, hot co-eds in the town where there's a giant college. And he's had the health issues too. Don't forget those. Where do you think his heart problems (laughs) came from, Vital? Of course that's where his heart problems came from. So he goes home. Yes. Does he take any players with him to Columbus? Does he just go solo? I think he goes solo. So he goes solo. The rest to, of the team flies back to Cincinnati to have a to have ice baths. Mental health day. And, yeah, mental health day and ice baths and study film. Urban Meyer goes back home to his own tap room to get loose. To forget about his marriage that he it, like he married Shelly Meyer in nineteen eighty six. So he's been married for two years less than I've been alive. Correct. He's looking for he's looking he's out there looking for young Shelly, because I, Vital I drink, I don't this month because we're doing sober October. I don't know if you heard Vital Evolve Fitness. It's sober October. My favorite personal training and class forward exercise facility in this town, just filled with wonderful people who care about you and your physical are we, health. Are we talking Evolve Strong? Or are we talking Urban Meyer? <laughs> we're talking he about Evolve Strong, baby. So. <laughs> So I so you know me, Vital. I drink. The pictures of Urban Meyer's face and eyes. That is drinking. Yes, that's a lazy eye, rosacea, at least brownout, probably blackout drunk face. So he he has acute drunk face because I don't know what his chronic drunk face looks like, but Urban Meyer been getting loose. So Urban. Which, which is kind of a funny name, anyways. He finds this gal. Now, her name is named after 1894 Chicago Black Sox all-star Urban Shocker. Is that real? Yeah, he's a real baseball player. Urban Shocker. So he goes to his private everything, and he invites... Like some of his people, Van. He invites like his people, his Ohio people. Okay, he was on the St. Louis Browns. My bad. I'm a liar. Okay, well, I mean, literally had no idea who that was. 1916 to 1928. I know my baseball history. No, you didn't. You literally got it. I know who he was. Urban. (laughs) What? That's not what. Those are two different things. Urban Shocker. That's who he's named after. Even though it's spelled different and has nothing to do with him whatsoever, I'm going with it. So, Urban Meyer texts everyone with a 614 in his phone number. And he says, hey, come hang out at my digs. Because the video I saw 
is like a grip of people. Yes. Okay. And one of the grip, I got her name here. A few of the grip. A few. But one specifically. Yes. So a few of them were early 20s to mid 20s. The majority, I would say. Like maybe currently part of the student body, possibly alum, but like proud Buckeyes. For sure, for sure. Okay. Wolverines ain't showing up to that party. <laughs> Michigan alums ain't showing up. These are definitely Buckeyes. So, Urban Meyer's Buckeye partner is a gal named Cayman, Nebraska. That's her name. That's not a porn name. That is not a Instagram name. That is not a they any performer type. Come name. on, really? I'm dead serious. Cayman, like the like the little alligator. What is that? A caiman? You know what a caiman is? I've never heard of what you're describing. Okay, first I got to tell you about Hall of Famer Urban Shocker. Okay. And now I got to tell you what a caiman is. What he play? What do you do? Caiman's like a small crocodile. No, I thought yes, it was it an island. You're talking about a cape, like a crocodile. A caiman. They're different. You know, there's multiple. I think according to Bud Light, they're called crocodilly dilly. Let's move on past this. So. Cayman, Nebraska, who, by the way, on the Ohio scale. Do you think Urban Meyer did? On the Ohio <laughs> scale. She's a 10, right? She's a hard Ohio 10. She's a hard Ohio 10. She's a super hard Ohio 10. So Urban Meyer is caught up catching up with an old friend. That's not the verbiage you would use? I don't know. I think. A sestagenarian is macking on some 22-year-old. She's 24. 24-year-old hammered at his own bar. Or grinding. So there was <laughs> – Twitter was just lit up for a few-hour period because people are like, ew, like Buckeye co-eds were taking selfies with this guy who just like kept coming up to him and hitting on him. And they were like, ew, gross, who is this old man hitting on me? And then, like, all of their football friends are like, that's Urban Meyer. Oh, my God. And then it went viral. And then all the sports news places started sharing this story. And it went viral all over the Internet. And people are like, oh, my God, Urban Meyer is getting loose in Columbus while his team is flying back from taking their fourth L this his, season. His team of their losers. 20th L in a row or 19th L. Week one of 2020, they won a game. Right. And they were like 2020. Yeah, and they were like, "Okay, we got it's this." Like 19 losses in a row, and he's out getting loose at his own bar. I think Trevor Lawrence's wife is older than this girl. I, I think, don't know if that's correct, but I think it's close. Well, legit. Wow. Like first time I saw the photos with him and that young hot blonde, I was like, "Cayman, Nebraska." I was like, "Oh my god. Trevor Lawrence looks more feminine than I originally thought at first. So those off-the-field problems he had at OSU were really not lies, it seems. And Marissa Lawrence is 21, so I take it all back. I but don't look, have a so, problem. Okay, you go. I don't have a problem with cutting it up with some old friends. Sure. Cool. I have a huge problem if you host a party and you allow idiot Gen Zers to bring their cell phones because you know they're going to do idiot things, and right. that's exactly what has happened. Very poor decision-making all around. 
The only poor decision making I saw was allowing the Gen Zers to bring their technology uh-huh. and then cheating on your wife. Those are the two. Okay. So how, we don't know that he cheated. Well, we to, know be that, fair, uh, to be fair. Oh. To be fair. He was up to some nefarious stuff, no doubt. Because after all the pictures and videos leaked all, all over the internet, there is one part where he's dancing. There are not pictures of him leaking. And there's there's a zoom, a zoom in of his hands in her crotch, and she doesn't look like she's into it. So that's, that's bad. So I didn't get that vibe. See, until I saw that kind of stuff, I was like, what's the matter? Why are you mad at this guy, Internet? He took four losses in a row. He might lose his job. He's an hour away from his hometown of 20 years. He owns a bar there. Let him go out and get loose and have fun. If Urban Meyer was Steve Smith and he owned a Subaru dealership. Steve Smith of the Carolina Panthers? Of course not. It's a random white guy name I picked out of my head. If Urban Meyer was Steve Smith, a very Anglo name except for that one reference that you have. Also, Steve and, Smith, who played wide receiver for USC. So Steve Smith, that owns the Subaru dealership in Columbus, if he is dancing drunk with a co-ed and he's getting too handsy and too loose, people are giving him high fives like, hey, hey, you still got it, Steve. But now that it's Urban Meyer, the world is on fire. How about yours? Here's what I'm – I don't think you're right in your analysis of her reaction. Okay. Okay. Like, I have the video in front of me. I'm currently watching the video. Okay. I watched it. She wouldn't be in such close pr- proximity if they weren't, like, a friendly. Okay. You're looking at the dancing. I'm talking yeah. about the grabbing. Well, the, it's all it's all one motion. The dancing looks very consensual and wanted and fun-loving and friendly. But there's a reach-around part in a different video that does not look wanted. Allegedly. Allegedly. He didn't meet her that night. They they had like friendly relationship for some time. Well, that's that's where it gets ugly, because then it's like it's not just a creepy old man having fun at his bar, which we know a bunch of those guys. This is we're friends with a few of them. What are you? So. <laughs> we're self-identifying right now. Yeah, these are this is us. This is our people. Anyways, until it reaches this point, we're not pro adultery. We're not pro unwanted touching. So this is a very thick line in the sand. I'm telling you, this is premeditated. You think? I'm knowing. And this is like also one of those ones where like, so let's say they were like being nefarious via the whatever form of communication they deemed what they're going to use, right? I'm assuming Snapchat, but I don't know how the kids have affairs. I don't have affairs. I mean, if it was Instagram, Facebook, or WhatsApp, they wouldn't even be able to contact each other. Well, not yesterday. Oh, okay. I feel, oh, we got to take a break, don't we, Vital? Well, all right, we're going to take a break, and we're going to push DeShambo and Kapka back, like, one segment. Sure. I'm, I'm not done riding this roller coaster yet, because I love this story. ABQ Central, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Okay, so resetting it. Okay. Urban Meyer is a loser. He goes to Columbus where people don't think he's a loser. He throws a party with... Co-edge and kids more than half his age, then gets caught on video being promiscuous, and then his wife goes to social media immediately afterwards and puts him on straight blast. 
she thought it was funny and like a joke at first, like, oh, Urban Meyer's out hanging out with kids. And then the t- first tweet that someone told her about, she put up a picture of like, and here I am playing with the kids, LOL, like, oh, it's all fun and games. And then the pictures and the videos got more racy and more inappropriate yeah, that's good as the time went by. And then she was like, oh, we're not cool with this anymore. He had to put out a public statement to his wife and kids and family. I was in on the story until you told me he was married. Because I didn't know he was married. I just thought, like, okay. You're like 20 years married. 1986. That's way more than 20. I'm not a math guy. You know this. So his Urban Meyer's apology to teammates, because this is a obviously unnamed, because snitches get stitches an unnamed source on the jaguars and he told the players there was a big group next to the restaurant and they wanted to come over and take pictures and i did and they were trying to pull me out on the dance floor screwing around and i should have left he didn't look like he didn't want to dance or be there he looked like he was very into it he looked like he was initiating it and he looked like he was having the time of his life the video I saw is him posted up on a bar stool. Did you see anything else? Because that's the one I saw. Well, yeah, it's there's one video of him on the stool, and there's one video of him right next to it standing up. Okay, so I didn't see that one. The same, same, basically the same one. And the gal, this came in Nebraska. <laughs> I can't giggle every time you say it. Are you saying it right? Yes. It's like she's a, it's like the name of a Bond girl. She's into it. She loves this dude. That's how I feel. And it's not a she's in it for the money situation. Because if she's in it for the money, I've seen her social media. Like, she just goes starting OnlyFans. Like, there's something like, there's something more. You think that she knew him from before. I'm telling you. Because this doesn't make sense. So then Shelly, the wife, is like, what is going on? And then Shad Khan, the owner... And Shad Khan, by the way, like of like firm Muslim belief, like he ha- he carries that religious sacrament. We're like, you don't do this. Number one, you don't do alcohol. But number two, you don't cheat on your wife. Allegedly. Oh, I mean, are we are we still saying that? <laughs> Just dancing with somebody when you had a couple of drinks at the bar is not cheating. I'm not saying you're wrong. On that analysis, but I'm saying that's the part we saw. Sometimes I'll see smoke somewhere and I know, oh, I don't see a fire, but there's got to be a fire. And Shah Khan, who's been married like his entire adult life, he comes out today and he's like, I'm like, guys, I'm looking into a way to like get rid of our coach. I mean, that's easy. Every every contract has a morals clause. If you can prove that there was any kind of extramarital behavior, boom, you're out of the contract. You could fire him immediately. Because it don't look the part. But if but if Urban Meyer is just, like, getting loose and dancing and have a good time, you don't got a, gra- a, a leg to stand on here. Like, he's just some dude having a good time. Like, if it wasn't for Sober October, this might have been me last night. Like, legit. Friend of the show, Tommy, is joining us. Tommy, we already picked your Yankees. What do you think about Urban Meyer? I think in this day and age, with the development of cell phones and cameras, 
you have to be careful what you do, especially when you're high profile like that. Oh, my gosh, yes. If it's like me and you or, or your buddy there that's kicking the liquor for a month and not drinking for a month, a little bit different. But you're urban freaking mire. You, you can't do stuff like that. Again, you know, no problem with him wanting to have a good time getting his rocked off on some co-ed, but you just can't do that if, you, if you're that per- particular person. Or say, you can come to the party, but you can't have cell phones. You know, something like that. But, you know, this guy, I don't know. I just think he, he thinks he's still in college coaching and so on and so forth. I don't know if he's going to make it past this year. I think he's going to end up going back to college anyway in coaching. That's just my thing. But, um yeah, Yankees tonight, um, five to three. Cole's got to get off the snide and pitch better. But you know, Saturday we talked, and I think we talked a little bit about the Rays. And your boy there said they're gonna take off the gas. Hell no, they didn't take off that gas. He scored twelve runs in the afternoon on my on my guys. <laughs> that Rays team loves to beat us. It's a rivalry. It, it's, it's. I still think they're gonna win the whole thing, but um. Yeah, I will, we'll see what happens and see if the Yankees will get by the Red Sox. But the Rays just seem like we had to scratch and get that one one to nothing game at the end of the series just to get into the playoffs against those Cats. And uh, I'd love to see a 1964 rematch of the Yankees against the Cardinals, which the Cardinals won four games of three. I don't want to talk about that. I will talk about it at nauseum. Thank you. All right, thanks for putting quarters into the Cardinals machine over here, Tommy. <laughs> Thanks a lot for that. We could at least took one day off from all the Cardinals talk. I don't know how we possibly would. Back to Urban Meyer. Tommy, thank you for the call. If he didn't cheat on his wife, if he didn't do anything weird with this girl besides grind up on her at a bar, he's just some dude having a good time. He's letting off some steam. He had a bad day at work. Yeah. You know, had too many by his face. Look at the pictures of his face. That's an obvious drunk face. He is drunk and flirting with girls and having a good time, and there's nothing wrong with that as long as he didn't cheat on his wife. He cheated on his wife. Okay, that's your opinion, and you got to say the word allegedly. Allegedly, he cheated on libel, Fred. (laughs) Allegedly, he cheated on his wife. Okay, allegedly. That's where I'm out. Yeah, because I think before he's the man. Before. He goes into college town. He he's, he's got a god there. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got like BCE, right? He goes in, sure, just big college energy. Yep. He's going to run the show. But then, let me stop. With that, in a like like if you are meritly speaking single, then like all the players on your team are like, okay, a little weird for coach for kind of four L's in a row, and professionally speaking, we need to win some games so I can make some money. Your focus needs to be where it needs to be. That I get. I get that argument. But also they're going to be like, way to go, coach. And like like some backup defensive back from that he drafted from Ohio State is going to be like, Eskimo brothers. Like that stuff I'm into. But when he's married, now you're of like low moral compass. Now you're of questionable core values. Now I don't want you to lead my men. For sure. I'm out on Urban Meyer. I was in on Urban Meyer until I knew he was married. Now I'm a thousand percent out. Hey, you know who else likes to go out and have a good time? Everyone after a tough loss. Literally everyone. Every single person in his locker room. I think what he did. I mean, there's bad press from Shad Khan, who, as we know, is wildly super conservative, leads a different life than most people. Uh, yes. Besides him and one player who came out and made a statement that he had lost the locker room. 
I don't think a lot of people are very mad at this. They're like, oh, coach is in the club, son. Shelly Meyer. Like, Damn. That's what I did last weekend after we took that L to the previous L that we lost. They, so I did the same thing in the club. You think all the players that are looks like, exactly like the girl I took home, Urban. So everyone in the locker room's like, you get an L, you get an L, you get an L. Coach, you get a W. You get a W this week. <laughs> you dubbed. Until until you let them phones out. Right. Hey, Trev. I got, I, by the way, I found the video of the crotch grab. It is pretty gross. Okay, I didn't if, see it. You'll show it to me. If it's not consensual, this is very gross. Yeah, he just digging in there. By the way, keep your hands to yourself yeah, all the time. In, there. in public, even yeah. if it's like a person that you have that type of relationship with. Yeah, he, he sure he, he look he's making sure they ain't if a there scorpion are, in his boot. If there are doing. eyes outside of your current relationship looking at you, do not touch each other. Just in all of life. You don't have, I don't hug. Like I know that's not really good radio talk, but like don't physically touch other people in public. Well, un- unwanted. Or uh, even wanted. Unwanted advances. No, this is the age of consent. No public dis- now, you better You better affection. 100% know that this is wanted and appreciated or don't do it ever. Vital, what was that phrase you just used? No public display of affection. Yes, that. Okay, I wait. agree with that. No, I disagree with that. I'm into that. What? Just not like creepy levels of it. Urban Meyer and Shelly Meyer doing that is still creepy. Well, it's super creepy when you're a 60-something-year-old man rubbing up on a 24-year-old girl and you're rooting around her crotch like, now, you're looking, like you're looking for the last french fry in the Burger King bag. That's age what... is just a number, man. Love is love. Sure. And I'm telling you, it's not a money thing because she could have her own internet where people gave her money for her existence. Well. This is true love between them two. Okay, allegedly. On the other, <laughs> on the other side of the coin. God, you're just asking for a libel lawsuit, Fred. We got to grab a break. Uh, I do want to make mention, though, of how the St. Louis Cardinals beat the New York Yankees in Game 7 when Bob Gibson triumphed over one Mel Stoudemire in one of what I would argue to be the greatest World Series ever played, and I don't think Mel Stoudemire went out to find a W at the bar after that. How do you know? Allegedly. There's no cell phones then. <laughs> it's somebody things dr- under the carpet in those days. Bryson DeChambeau is going to play Bruce Kapka, and I'll tell you why I think it's dumb after the break. ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I wasn't just letting it bleed. I had a little piece of Butterfinger stuck in my tooth. That's your friend Sandy Kay's favorite, the Butterfinger. We're doing the Sober October stuff, but it was like one of those little fun-sized ones, you know what I'm talking about? Are you asking me if I know what fun size means? Like a fun size, like Butterfinger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more of like a like a Butterfinger nail. Oh, like even smaller? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, I got caught my little tooth. I, I did survive. I you did survive. Break? Can you step away for a second? Hold on. I'll talk with Vital. Don't lay a finger. Quick, quick rush on my Urban Meyer. Thank you. <laughs> okay. We're past Urban Meyer. I'm obsessed with it. I think he's the worst person on the team. I can't wait for more news. This is going to be de- developments by the by the hour. Oh, there will be more, you bag and bat. His son, Trevor Lawrence, hates this. Because his son, Trevor Lawrence. Is so wholesome. Yes. He's so sweet. That's correct. High school sweetheart. Uh-huh. Just the nicest guy. Correct. Yeah. His boss, Sean Khan, hates this. Yeah. Everyone that has to love him professionally hates him. He's, I don't think so. 
No longer is Urban Meyer Trevor Lawrence's dad. He's Trevor Lawrence's stepdad. I think there's probably two people on that roster that's not crazy about this. Well, I don't think the Jaguars are paying Trevor Lawrence, Urban. Trevor Lawrence is one because it takes away from his shine, and he's like so sweet and wholesome. Number two is whoever the person that leaked how it was, what was going on in the locker room. So that's two people out of fifty-eight. The first dude, fifty-three. The first like, um, like offensive lineman to spout out like in a meeting and be like, "Hey, coach, uh, how about a little less? Um, how about a little less investigation into DMs? A little more investigation into DL? Mm-hmm. I want to know what this defensive line's doing against us because that's what's going to happen." Yeah. How do I block Khalil Mack? Like you should have blocked that guy with the cell phone. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hey, Coach, I know you're busy sliding into DMs over there. How about we worry about sliding this protection whenever Trevor Lawrence is chasing 13 after two quarters? That's what it's going to be. Urban Meyer to me, who I thought, by the way, was going to be the savior of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Eventually, maybe. You know I'm a huge Jaguar, Jaguar, Jaguars fan. Well, that's your Eagles fan now. Well, all right, I'm a Minshew fan. Mm-hmm. We don't need to go into that at length. But I'm done on him. I'm super done. One night. You don't even know the story. You. We don't know. You just got a little bit of video. A little bit of video? This could happen to you at Howie's any night. No. <laughs> you, could get, you could get doxxed any night. So it's happened before. You could, you could just it. like, you, you might, somebody might almost fall down and you put your hand on their back to help them regain their stability and someone takes a picture at the wrong time and it looks like you're filling up somebody and then they they know your lady friend and they send it to your lady friend and you're like no babe that's not what happened it happened like this see we don't know that it happened like this yet everything you're saying is foolish and wrong okay go on if i'm sitting bar stool at a bar number one i'm bellied up I'm not turned around to the crowd. This, the, this the, month we're not, by the way, because we're doing Silver October. That's correct. With the fall strong. But, so I'm not even in this situation. Number two, I'm a familiar and aware and conscious of a thing. You may have heard of it. At least it's in my neighborhood. COVID-19. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to, with a stranger, be that at or near anyone. Okay, well, you're talking about New Mexico and Oregon, and then there's also the rest of the country. He was in Ohio, which is just the Wild West of the Middle Dog, East, apparently. This can be the Wild West of the Middle East, or this could be an all-subs here in town. I'm not that close to anyone right now. Okay, that's you personally. That's why I'm saying it doesn't happen. It's not people from Middle Earth. What is it, Middle Earth or the Middle East? What do you call Ohio? Where is that? Midwest. The Midwest? Yes. Oh, it's not Missouri the Middle Valley, isn't it? Or I thought it was the Middle East. No, what? It's not West. It's not west of the Mississippi. Because west it's is Midwest. West is like Colorado and it's not Atlantic and Utah, states. Nevada. That's west. Ohio's in the east, so Ohio well, should I be would... in the Ohio's the Middle East. No, 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 no. Hold up. I think you're confusing Mid Atlantic. No, no, no. I'm not whatsoever. I All know right. I, I know where the Mid Atlantic is. Northeast is like everything New England and up. Yeah, New England. Mid Atlantic is like Pennsylvania down to like Yeah. North Carolina, sure. Virginia, right, well, right. Carolina. I'm going to put North Carolina, okay? Because I think North Carolina is the North because of the, the Mason North. Dixon, yeah. And then the Southeast is like South Carolina, Tennessee, 
I would maybe even say Arkansas, Alabama, yeah, over. Agree. Yeah, agree. In the Midwest is everything up north until you, like, not left of the Dakotas. No, that's stupid. That's the Middle East. That, oh, gosh. It's not west. It's not west. It's, I look at a map. The Middle East is Ohio, literally already a region. Ohio is in the Middle East. <laughs> I would maybe Midwest. say Kentucky is southeast as well, but whatever. You can have that one. Or also, am I really overanalyzing? It's just the south? Because then so, you got to so put Texas, on. Oklahoma in it. So you, you said Tennessee, Kentucky. That's southeast, right? What's right above Kentucky? Like what river? Is Ohio. Is Ohio. Which but is by, by some by some miracle it's the Midwest. Well, there's so a lot- right right directly below them is east and yeah. above it is west. That makes no sense. There well the Kentucky River is your line of demarcation. You could call them the Great Lakes states. You can call them the Northern Appalachians. The Ohio River separates but it's not them. The, it's not the Midwest. That's the dumbest term in this whole country. To associate where you're from. It's like, I'm from the Midwest, man. Oh, really? Like where? South Dakota? South Dakota's the Midwest. Yes, that is. Correct. Also, and I'm not trying to like really pick you apart on like synonyms right now. Uh-huh. The Middle East is already a region. You're aware of this, right? I'm talking about the Middle East of the United States of America. No, when you say Middle East. There's the Middle East of everything. <laughs> when you, <laughs> I'm referring to the United States of America, not the whole world. Well, that's what I'm saying. With your terminology, you have to put like this precursor on it where you're like, I'm talking about the United States, the Middle East. And people are like that. The Middle East is like Iraq. Like that's like a different one. I understand that completely. Okay. That's the Middle East of that region. Of our region that we're referring to, the United States of America, Ohio is in the Middle East. All right, from the texter, it's actually called the Ohio Valley. You can't you can't describe it and put the name of it in it. I'm what? That's dumb. It's not the Ohio Valley. I think it's the Ohio Valley. That's where, a very good answer. Where are you from, the Ohio Valley? Where's that? It's in the Middle East. They're like, oh, like south of the Great Lakes? Yeah, in the Middle East. It's confusing. I'm going with this answer. I think it's very good. Because I think it's safe to say, like, parts of, like, anything off the Ohio River would be the Ohio Valley. That makes perfect sense to me. You're not buying that. No, it's the Middle East. Everybody knows that. I've I, seen a map. The part of the country I'm from is I'm, I lived on the Mississippi River uh-huh. where it goes back up north for a little bit and comes down. Okay. It has a little bend in it. Sure. That's called the River Bend. Okay, yeah, which, which one? A lot of rivers bend. No, Missouri. Oh, but again, it was the Mississippi. <laughs> See? See how confusing that is? When we get back from break, M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Annual. Back on the program, the Quans Auto Care phone lines are open except for the like next five or six minutes or so because Howard will join us, friend of the show, Howard. Welcome, friend. I'm on a timeline now. Well, rub against the break. You know how it is. This, we got hey, yeah, yeah, I got it. Top got of the it. hour. Hey, Michelle, pour me a beer. I'm still trying to recover from Vegas. This, what? When'd you go to well, Vegas, Howard? I missed. Let's, I missed. Let's just say, guys, I was up till four in the morning on Friday in Vegas, and I was trying to gut out the last four hours so I could just call in, totally inebriated. <laughs> oh man, you got so close. <laughs> What I you need... know, you would have earned your disclaimer. Howard, I need to, <laughs> I, I got to find you on the social media, Howard, because if you're in Vegas, I'm going to need, like, real-time updates. 
Howard Coleman, my friend. I'm on social media. Uh, find me. I, I think I'll, if I knew your last name, I'd find you. I'll just let me just say but it anyhow, you know, Vegas, we went to see Lionel Richie, 72 years old, hasn't skipped a beat, an amazing show. And, uh, oh, God, it was just a blur. And you know what's up with you, too? Sober October? Nobody likes a quitter. Oh, a quitting and pausing are two wildly different things, Howard. All right, not, yeah, all right. Yeah, qu- I, you know, and I was going to go down to Bourbon and Booth on Monday night and just pay it, pick up your bar tab this coming Monday, you know? It, oh, I mean, to be fair, Howard. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> Bourbon and Booth is very kind to us when we were there hosting Raiders watch parties. So, Well, you know what? That sounds like fun. I got to go visit you guys one night. So, hey, I, I just want to mention one thing to you uh, about them Cowboys. Oh, yeah, no, they're they're Legit. the truth. They're the truth. Hey, when you were at the show, uh, Lionel Richie show, did you see did you pe- see people starting to climb the walls? <laughs> no? Does it look like everyone's having a ball? Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, what was, a feeling. It was, it was a lot of fun. You I saw some brick houses, too. Hey-o. Hey-o. <laughs> hey, so. Uh, was Urban Meyer there? Urban Meyer was grinding on some old lady, so, you know. I don't know what he was doing. <laughs> he, I tell you, but, he, um, making poor decisions is the answer. Yeah, you know, Urban Meyer is uh, like a frat boy trying to be an NFL coach. It just doesn't work, you know. And and I think that the, the Jaguars are now looking for reasons to quite possibly fire him. But we'll see what happens. Trevor Lawrence deserves better. Let's just put it that way. So I wanted to jump over to my Cowboys. Now, you know, guys. When I saw the Tampa Bay game in the beginning, I was really optimistic. But Dak threw way too much. The last couple of games, Zeke and Tony Pollard have been uh, controlling the ground game. When he got 250 yards on the ground, total offense for the team, and um, 190 in the air, that's a pretty balanced offense. And that's what you need to do to protect a suspect defense. Because I think there's still a suspect defense. I think, you know, they're going to have good times, bad times. They'll still give up some monstrous plays and uh omar calls the morning show or uh emails and says he thinks the cowboys will go 14 and 3 i think omar is about as drunk when he sends that email as i was friday at 4 a.m you oh know my gosh the uh, there's a strong there's a strong possibility that they are in the 13 like 12 13 14 win neighborhood i think 12 you know i think if they can stay healthy keep it up but they're gonna lose some of those games guys i mean jalen hurts may go out of his mind in cowboy stadium it, you know it's it just the cowboys lose division games against bad teams and you know they they could very well go into foxborough and bill balachek could be moving on to whoever he's playing next after they whoop the cowboys you know howard i didn't have so, any doubt going into the year that the cowboys offense was going to be prolific but i had their defense as a bottom tier defense Ben not break well, Every, you know, everyone puts 28 30 up against them but Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parson these kids are revelations yeah they're the truth these are absolute amazing players they're difference makers and they just they, they are they raised so up the performance like level of the whole defense like sometimes there's two number 11s running around the field and Trayvon Diggs heck let him go both ways the way he's catching that football oh my god no doubt Ryan in the first four games let him go both ways although uh you know, I'd love to see him up against his brother. Wouldn't you guys? That'd be a good matchup, huh? For sure. The second coming of Deion Sanders, says Howard. So <laughs> There you go. Hey, guys, I appreciate you taking my phone call. One of the Take boys, care. friend of the show, Howard.
When we get back, DeChambeau versus Brooks Kepka. I promise this time. ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. So I will never, ever read the box score to you on the radio. It's not our gig. I won't do it. It's lazy radio. If somebody, if, if you're listening to Sports Talk Radio and they're like, um, Cincinnati over the Pirates today, five to four and nine, your winner was, here's, you guys all have access to whatever preferred sports app you have. I will never do that. You're listening to us most likely with a computer in front of you yes. or a cell phone in your hand. You can check the score. If you want a score that's readily available to you, I will not give that to you. What I will do, though, is when this first pitch goes off in four minutes for this Boston Red Sox-New York Yankees playoff game, I will give you, like, riff tracks over it all night long. The next hour of this program will be me and Van going, that Mike Stanton, his forearms sure are, because you're going to get lots of that talk. Sure. So be prepared for that over the next hour as we take this thing home and the Red Sox play at home over the visiting Yankees and what I have announced to be a winning Yankee effort. First pitch is in like four minutes. What does Vegas say, though? Ooh, let's take a look. I bet it's 50-50. Do you think it's – no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think you're going to be right. I think the it should be the Red Sox favored because they're at home. It's not coming up easily, but I'm going to find it. Here we go. All the lines that I'm picking up are – Bus lines and train lines from Boston to New York. It's right. not what I want. That's very funny. I really like that as an answer. All right, so I got it here. You ready? So it looks like it varies. So you're right. It's about a push. It's it's as it's, close to pick. Yeah. It's as close to pick them as you get. So yeah, it's about a push. So you called it. So okay, my e me on that one. I don't know. But and ironically, weirdly, I should say, it's nothing ironic about it. Weirdly, Boston, you think they'd have a slight advantage at home. That's what I was expecting. But most, but most of what I have is like minus 110, minus 120 New York. But most of them are as close to pick them as you can get. I would say minus 120 is the one I'm seeing most frequently, which is almost even money line. Almost even money, yeah. Because the way it works, the listener who's not familiar, it's based off betting one hundo. Yes. So bets, and also if you have the income, bet one hundo. One hundo is like a fun bet. It makes it easier for everyone. Yes. Now I get it. If you're like, if you're like, I just want to have a little skin in the game, and you want to bet twenty five, I totally get that too. I would like to bet one dollar and twenty cents. So one dollar and twenty cents on the Yankees wins you one dollar. Yes. That's what a minus one twenty means. That's a very good way of explaining You're welcome. Alex Rodriguez and Matt Vesurgeon on the call for ESPN. Um, thank you, ESPN. I do want to be graced with that. That's very good. They're a wonderful tandem. Yes. I'm a big Shiambi guy. You know that? You, I mean, I do know that, yes. I like Boog. Boog Shambi. I think he's the best voice the absolute worst, and it's not even close, is Jessica Mendoza. Uh, putting Jessica Mendoza in a broadcast booth 
is to me the equivalent of putting nails on a chalkboard. Um, <laughs> she knows a ton about softball, and I would appreciate watching her or listening to her broadcast a softball game. That makes sense. She played a lot of softball. Did she do Olympic softball? Yes. Yeah? That's her deal. No, no, not play. Like, did she call it last Olympics? I don't have the answer to that question. Because if she did, I'd enjoy it when I watched it, but I didn't watch it. But I do not want her in my broadcast booth. I think she is very bad. Okay, we made some promises here, Fred. Oh, is it about Brooks Kapka? We'd finally get to the Bryson Brooks. All right. I will paint this one. You let it dry. Okay? Hi, Brooksy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're familiar with the match? Love the match. All right, so the match, I think, started three years ago, question mark? Uh, there's been four. This will be five, I believe. So, But over a course of three years. Correct. Okay. So the first one was Tiger Woods, who you may be familiar with. Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Playing against one Phil Mickelson. Mm, yes, okay. yes, yes. So uh, we call him lefty. But Tiger's mom calls him hefty. Yep. So they faced off 1v1 in the match on, I believe it was a Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So it was like, hey, Capital One wants you to watch. So everyone did. And it was very good. It was entertaining. It was fun. It was obviously in its infancy. And it has graduated all the way to the greatest, most entertaining golf spectacle ever, which is Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady playing against each other, and also some professional golfers. Right. That's what you're there for. That's what you're there for. You can watch Tiger and Phil and Brooks and Bryson play golf whenever you want. What makes it cool is you got two amateurs who are excelling at another sport yeah. who are as good as their sport or better than the two professional golfers playing and them cutting it up. That's what you're watching. So what you just said is very interesting to me because – if golf was so fortunate to have had Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers choose it as their profession, they would be the best at it. Ish. You don't think? No. I'm telling you, I look at Tom Brady, and I have no doubt the thing that he chose to become passionate about and pick as his profession is be better because he did. I could see that. Okay, that I could see. But there's, it takes a certain je ne sais quoi. All right, what are you doing? To be a professional professional golfer. What is that word? And I think Tom Brady has it. Je ne sais quoi? Je ne sais quoi? Right, I'm going to Google that. You don't know what je ne sais quoi is? Je ne sais quoi. You, don't, because you know why you don't know what it is? Because you don't have that little je ne sais quoi, Fred, that is why. Okay, this was bone apple tea for me. Bone apple teeth? Yeah, uh -huh. I didn't hear this correctly. Oh, okay. All right, keep going. Tom Brady has that thing. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers has that thing. Aaron Rodgers is a chip-on-his-shoulder guy. He's, like, one of the best to do it ever. Statistically, he's better than Brady, but he's not the GOAT because he only got one ring on them fangas. He don't even play in the world. He don't even play in the Super Bowl no more. He stopped doing that years ago. He just takes it to the next-to-last game yeah, and stops. Like, that's Aaron Rodgers. They're pretty good at it, though. Oh, the best. They're the best at getting to the next-to-last game. The last game. time he played in the Super Bowl was 11 years ago. He won it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. They're the I was winning a lot of things last decade. Don't remind me. Lots of Halo tournaments. Not a hot dog eating contest, which you won. No, what is that? What? Is that a weight joke? What? You called me fat 10 years ago? Yes. What is this? It's an old joke. But you brought it up. No, it's... Vital's losing it back there. Low ball. <laughs> hey, Fred, uh, you know, I'm not trying to poke fun or anything, but uh, but you're, you're fat arse 10 years ago. Hey. What? 
hey Fred, you know how I got you know how I missed out on all those fat jokes ten years ago? <laughs> Thanks for softballing this one in. You know, fat jokes are a thing I think they're trying to get rid of here on the radio. I think it's they've had a change of pace here. They don't do them anymore. Okay, well, what about our Urban Meyer jokes? Those are worse than fat jokes. No, right? no, that that's not real liquor we're serving with those jokes. Oh, okay, good. that's 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 top shelf. Anyways. But what makes the match great is Rodgers and Brady. Yes, that's what makes it great. Manning and Brady or whoever else. Phil and Bryson, cool. Don't care. No okay. offense to Phil and Bryson. They're both great. If you love golf, you're already very familiar with them. Do you know what this thing has? If you give me Bryson and Brooks, that gives me hopefully they swing at each other. Otherwise, it gives me nothing. Okay, I would have been more into – Brooks and Bryson, if they wouldn't have broke the fourth wall. They broke it and went got, to dinner. And got busted having yeah. dinner together and were all buddy-buddy on the Ryder Cup. If they could have kept this hate going for like three more months, or not even that, like if they just got this hate going for like six more but weeks. But they broke kayfabe. They broke, exactly, they yeah. broke kayfabe. If you're a wrestling fan, you know that they broke kayfabe, and it's no fun anymore. So now it's just two dudes golfing on Thanksgiving. I'm watching football. I don't care about two dudes golfing on Thanksgiving. Yeah, You put two superstars next to them. You put Brady and Rodgers. I mean, they can't because it's football season. But you put, what, Steph Curry and LeBron James with them? Like, who's, who's some golfing athletes who are really into it? If you put like, who Tony Romo and Steph Curry like up against them, I'll probably watch that more than I'll watch football on Thanksgiving. So you're sticking with the athlete aspect, but I'm telling you that is wrong. Or any any public figure. That's what that's what any, I'm saying. Any entertaining public yes. figure. But you put them with guys that are like in a tandem and have good chemistry. Right. So like if we're having this conversation like twenty years ago, you put them with like Conan O'Brien and Andy Richter. Okay. If, we're having, if we're having this conversation now, you put them with Kevin Hart and The Rock. Sure. That's what I'm saying. That's perfect. That's what the that's what the match needs. Yeah, you what you it's not the same without it. I'll tell you what you really need, and you're gonna be like, Fred, you always talk WWE. What you really need is the Miz. What you really need is yeah. yeah. If you put a guy in there that will poke fun at them being crybaby, wino, celebrity, pro golfing, hot boy millionaires. Yeah, and that because then they're like, uh, hey, you guys, you know, you started off in a little Twitter beef in 2019. Uh, here we are three years later, and here are the jokes. Or who's like, what rappers have like the biggest beef right now? Well, I like, th- give me like Drake and Pusha T. Does Drake and Pusha T golf? If Drake and Pusha T golfs, like I would like that. Chet Hanks and everyone. Okay, give me, give me a Nicki Minaj and Cardi B golfing. Love that. With Brooks and Bryson. You put Machine Gun Kelly and Eminem out there, there it is. on the course. There it is. Cool. Now we're watching something. MGK and Eminem out there. Yes, give me that. But you put just these two boys out there? It's just dudes golfing. Yeah. Because you know what I didn't see in 1988? I didn't see the Iron Sheik driving around with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Because then I knew it was bogus. Yeah. Give me Hogan and Ultimate Warrior. Please. Rest in peace. Well, to one of them. They're not both past. Well, Hulk Hogan's dead. Hollywood Hogan no. still <laughs> Hollywood Hogan survived. You have to spice it up PGA. Because now, not only did we see these guys break bed together and play in this event, they're about to eat Thanksgiving dinner together. That's how close they become. Yeah. The whole thing is bogus. 
for sure. And when I watch my professional wrestling, which is PGA golf right now, I want to suspend disbelief. I want to go out there and know that with all of his entire heart, the macho man, Randy Savage hates you, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I need to know that. And I don't know that here. Because they're the two best friends that anyone has ever had, and this is all bogus. It's all been fake. It's all been fake for attention, and now they're doing it together, and they're going to be friggin' buddy-buddy. This TV show's worse than the Kardashians. Give me two Kardashians. Give me two Kardashians. Give me two Kardashians. Give me a Kardashian and someone she divorced, and I would watch that paired with these golfers. Let them play miniature golf, and the loser of each round chugs a beer. Don't hate that Not bad. at all. See, that's or very good or, idea. Or have Tiger Woods uh, tattoo on the back, on their back. Aaron Judge flies out to shallow right center as he was leading off for the Yankees. 0 for 1, down 1. Still, oh, that's a second out. first. Oh, is that second out? Yeah, Aaron Judge hits two hole. Oh, my bad. Okay. I don't even know why I was presumptuous about that. Because oh, we were talking about this so passionately, you didn't notice the game was starting. When we get back, don't call me Mike Stanton and I'll have his results. ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. D. People have asked me if there's an emotional connection. There isn't. Uh, San Diego was a great place for me and my family, but that's it. It was a great opportunity for me to move on in my career. So I've got zero emotional connection to them. When we played this game, it was miserable. All three times we played them, it was miserable. Okay. I don't hate the it's just a place I worked line. When I first moved to this town, I ran a sports and wellness. It was a health club. Mm-hmm. Ask me about it. I'll tell you it's just a place I worked. Okay. Okay, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Right. Normally, I dissect that stuff. You worked a lot of places that were very similar to that, though. Well, but I did care about another those. place. Yeah. Like, my previous work experience outside of radio was I ran a park district and I ran a boys and girls club. I really like those things. I identify by them. I was proud of them. That's sports and wellness. To be fair. Mm, to be fair. Oh. To be fair. Just another place I worked. Didn't mean anything to me. Sure. No emotional connection. No. So I get it. I'm in on Coach Gonzalez. And as he said, and strongly because he says it the other way. Because when he's like, um, hey, actually... I care about I cared about when we played the Lobos, like because that's my home. Okay, I'm in on that. Did you see that Dontrell Moore is going to be inducted into the Ring of Honor on the 16th? I did. Yeah. For How- football or calling games with our dear friend Rob Portnoy? Which which one? For football? For playing football? I believe it is for football. Oh, okay. He owns something crazy like 16 records. Is that right? 16 UNM records. You're gonna have to ask Vitel. Um, I'm not sure. It is. But he, only, he holds a lot of records, <laughs> so I'd say double-digit records he holds. But I don't know what exact number. I'm into that. Deserves it. I hear him reference more in the running game than anyone in the history of the Lobos. All right, here we go. Roswell High School. 2000 state title, member of the All-American team. He rushed for over 6,000 yards in his prep career. This is not college. This is prep I'm still talking about. Okay. And carried a 4.0 in high school. 
Uh, talk about a good recruit to get. My goodness. Came to UNM, played as a freshman. 2002 Mountain West Freshman of the Year. 2000, he was the Offensive Player of the Year in 2005. I'm going to make sure I got that right. And an honorable mention by Sports Illustrated as a Doak Walker semifinalist, which is for the best running back in the game. Torn ACL, though, derailed it all. Most rushing TDs in the season, he got it. Most rushing TDs, he got it. Most hundo games, he got it. Most hundo games in a season, he got it. And career, he got it. Most rushing yards as a freshman, got it. Sophomore, got it. Senior, got it. Attempts, got it. This led to Mountain West, too. Career rushing yards, got it. Okay, Roy Orbison, slow down. Most touchdowns in a game, five. He got it. Most touchdowns in a season, he got it. Most touchdowns in a career. He got, he got them all. Going to the Hall of Fame. I think there's only like four guys in the Hall of Fame, right? Does he get a big old poster on the outside? Does he get a big banner on the outside of the stadium? I hope so. He deserves it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That'd be so cool. You just driving down Cesar Tarvez, and you're like, hey, there's old Dontrell Moore. Hey, what up, Dontrell? We got to get him on the program, actually. Let's I didn't even on. think about that. Let's, let's get him on. Let's reach out to him. Get him on tomorrow. Yeah, let's get him on tomorrow. If he's available. I'm sure he will make the time. You think he's, so? He's insanely kind. He's personable. As good of a student and an athlete as he was, he's a better personality on the radio. His broadcasts are Maybe we shouldn't have him on because he's too good at it. And he's going to make us look bad. Inside baseball, I think they're looking to like find a permanent replacement for this afternoon show. We should not tell anyone that Dontrell Moore exists. Oh, good point. He will have the job right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You partner him with someone who's talented, that's a good show. God, it wouldn't be either one of us. The him and Portnoy show? Oh, man, I'd listen to that. More importantly, let's call it the Mortnoy Show. I really like that. D Train. Do not call me Mike Stanton. Hit a laser beam off the Big Green Monster and left. Only ended up on second or on first though. And then the Yankees could not capitalize off Joey Gallo. Yankees take the field on defense. Schwarber and Hernandez go down early for the Red Sox. Rafael Devers now to bat. Devers? Devers? Devers. I think it's America. You could call him whatever you want. If Devers, well, his name be his name. Ohio yeah. Valley. From the Ohio Valley. The Ohio Valley, if you know, it's in the Middle East of America. Again, mm-hmm. you don't understand time zones. You don't understand the Gregorian calendar. <laughs> it takes 13 and you months don't to get there. A, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand how you don't understand so many simplistic concepts. Well, I understand them. I just think they're wrong. I think there's better ways you, to do it. What I'm saying is you don't present it in a way to where your opinion is you think they're wrong. 505-246-0610, call in. <laughs> Tell me how passionate you are and you agree with me that there should be a 13-month calendar where all the months are exactly four weeks long. Devers. 13, 28 day long months four weeks exactly beavers takes ball four high and he walks down to first base Mm. do not call the kwan's auto care hotline (laughs) at 6 (laughs) 45 as we just booked moments ago friend of the show friend in real life brandon ortega a star of tv and radio from kob to join us as he i and van plus others 
will be watching the Cardinals-Dodgers tomorrow night. Brandon Ortega, of course, the largest Dodgers fan when they're doing well. And then me, an actual Cardinals fan. When they're doing well. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So we will be sitting just arm lengths apart watching the baseball game, and we are going to, on air, decide our friendly wager. Yes. Yes. I assure you, the beneficiary of this wager will be locker number 505. That is who I'm going to play. As it should be. Yes. Xander Bogarts digs in. He good. And the Red Sox have one on, two down in the bottom of the first. And Cole, 45, and two Swisher Sweets, zigzag, is not going to be able to do a thing here. He's done for on the night. Bogarts is going to hit one out of the park. Bogarts. My favorite thing about Major League Baseball playoffs is how before every pitch, and I feel myself do it, my my hand goes from a regular hand to a fist. Yeah, yeah, get a little shaky boy. I get a little antsy boy. Mm-hmm. And it's not. I'm not even watching the Cardinals right now. This is. It's the first one too. And Cole can't find the strike zone. He's struggling, man. Fell off. Maybe he's got a pitch count next year. Two and one count. That's a good take. Bogart's That's a good take. After this pitch, we'll go to break Vital because I don't want to leave the listener hanging. <laughs> Unless Cole hangs one over the plate, and then I'm going to have to call the home run via the airways of KNML. And look at this pitch sequence. He's got one of the best fastballs in baseball, and he goes curveball, slider, slider. He's got to go high and inside here. Right on right. He does. Oh. Dead center, and Bogart's hits it. No, 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 no. So Bogarts <laughs> Adios. takes a yard. He sends a fan home with a Suvi in the wow. bottom of the first. Two of them for this hated Red Sox team. And the Yankees are going to start warming up the bullpen. This is ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. As heard here on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. The Boston Red Sox go up 2-0 over the Yankees. Now in the top of the second. As Alex Verdugo. Alex Verdugo's in the field. Well, You're he, looking at Alex. Well, no, he recorded the final out of the first. That's correct. Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. So Hunter Renfro will lead off. For the Red Sox. All right. I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to make a joke here. I don't know if it's going to work well, okay? All right. Hit it. So, Andrew Wiggins is more than just a swing man for the Warriors. He's a swing man. Nah, I don't have anything here. No. He took the vaccine. <laughs> like, tried everything in his power to skate around it. Oh, my God. Mi- li- missing out on $15 million? What was his total contract? Like thirty million? That's yeah, like thirty yeah. Thirty three. Thirty three. Yeah. Okay, so missing out on sixteen and a half million dollars wasn't motivator enough. Quote from Andrew Wiggins. Quote The only options were to get vaccinated or not play in the NBA. Huh. You don't say. It's the same way with this radio station. 
Except for I was more than happy to get vaccinated a long time ago. I did it way before. Yeah. The second I could. With my own cognition. Yeah. The 90 days after I had COVID-19, I went and got the vaccine. 90 days exactly. Yep. As at the time, that was the recommendation by my health provider. Quote, it was a tough decision. Hopefully it works out in the long run. And in 10 years, I'm still healthy. What are you doing here? God, I hope when what are you doing? I hope when all like the cons- conspiracy theory stuff pops in, like everyone who gets vaccinated turns into like a zombie or something, or like the government flicks on the switch and then like all the microchips in your body turn you into a robot or whatever the cool stories are that these lunatics are talking about. I hope he's the first one. Like he got like microchip number zero zero one in his dose because he starts turning into a zombie. And Andrew Wiggins, the first one, like, I told you this wasn't going to happen. Zombies don't need $16.5 million. If, if, you're, <laughs> if, all, if all the microchips in your body turned you into a train assassin robot for the government, you don't need $16.5 million. You should have stuck with your guns, Andrew Wiggins. You should have made a stand. Now it's just down the crazy ass Kyrie he's the last man standing martyr really Wiggins says quote when talking about the Warriors organization Wiggins said quote they didn't make the rule but I guess to do certain stuff to work I guess you don't own your body and that's what it comes down to if you want to work in society today then I guess they made the rules of what goes in your body and what you do Hopefully there's a lot of people out there that are stronger than me and keep fighting, stand for what they believe, and hopefully it works out for them. <sighs> if I could explain the number of vaccinations that Andrew Wiggins received throughout his life to go to public school and then to college and then into the NBA. He received the one dose of Johnson & Johnson, he said, which, by the way, they filed today. To have a booster shot after 60 days, that brings, what is the word I'm looking for? To 94%. Efficiency? What word am I looking for? Efficacy? Efficacy. Mm-hmm. Wiggins said after receiving the shot, it wasn't so bad. You don't say. Except I, for all those nanobots in your body. It's not a thing. They're going to turn you into an Illuminati robot. And, like, we called this here first. Duh. Duh. Breaking news. Broke it here for you. It's just so crazy to me. And California now is doing, like, um... It's basically just Kyrie Irving and Bradley Beal now. And some scrubs. That'll probably be replaced. As far as NBA rosters go, Bradley Bill, Bradley Beal and Kyrie Irving are kind of irreplaceable. You can't find people that good just laying around anywhere. Everyone else who's unvaccinated, he gone. Nobody cares. And it goes on forever. This Lazar Hayward Jr., did you see this? Mm-mm. So he used to play in the NBA. He used to play for, I think, your Timberwolves, Vital. I'm a Bucks fan. Well, I'm going to say you're a Timberwolves All right. fan. Right he got arrested in like a Kauai airport 
not Leonard, the island, mm-hmm. for having like a fake COVID-19 vaccination card. Okay. Like this stuff just never goes away. Like what are you like what are you doing? Don't go to Hawaii. They have rules. That's it. That's the bottom line. California now has in high school, if you're of age and there's like you have to take you have to get the vaccine. Like that's just the rules. Right. I'm a big fan of your body, your choice. I'm a bigger fan of help others. Do the right thing. The problem is bigger than you. You know what? I'm not even a fan of that. I'm lying. I just lied. If you understand how it works to like the fullest, if you understand like it doesn't turn you into a zombie and it doesn't turn you into murder robot assassin and it doesn't turn you into all these things. If you understand that, hey, if I take this, it will help me and others, but I still choose not to. I'm on your team. I'm on your team for that. If you want to make the decision where you're like, I don't care about my own health and the health of others. I choose not to. I'm on your team. You have that right. But say that. Don't tell me. It's because you think it's about killer bees. Uh, no, I'll, I'll piggyback on that. You have the right yes. to think they're putting insanely tiny killer bees in your body. You have the right to talk about that. You have the right to not take the vaccine. You should have all of these freedoms. I agree. The NBA is a business. Golden State Warriors are a business, and they make their own rules. And you have to follow those rules. So if you don't follow the rules, guess what you get? They're called consequences, and you don't get paid. You don't get to go into your own stadium. You don't collect contracts, and you lose your sponsors. It hits you in your own pocket. They're called consequences. And if you're cool with taking those, I'm on your team. Yeah. Hey, Kyrie, if you want to recoup some of that money, you could be the sports correspondent for Breitbart. That's a good get. You can you can start uh, One America News Sports. Mm-hmm. They're going to be all on your side. They all agree with you on this stuff. Here's the thing, Andrew Wiggins. Like, do like find out whatever Colin Kaepernick is doing and do the exact opposite thing, and then become that. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You make all the money in the world. All the money in the world. A lot of corporate backers for being super wrong, and super passionate about being wrong. I don't like the lying aspect. Also, I don't like brainwashy stuff. I'm really against that. So, like, anytime you become, like, a zealot of, like, an idea or if you're labeled as the conspiracy theory guy, it's not because you know anything. It's because you know nothing. Yeah. Sure. And this stands true for, like, anyone who's, like, overly passionate about, like, their profession. If you're if you're like, I super love my job and anyone who talks bad about it, you're the worst. Or if you're like, I super love my uh, religion. Anyone who talks about about it is the worst. Or I super love my sports team. Anyone who talks about it is the worst. I'm not about you. Right. There's a little. That's too fanatic for me. There's a giant gray area where the majority of us human beings live, where we get to reason and we think clearly. Talking about reality. Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Don't let your fandom get in the way of existence. Especially if you like think there's microchips inside the vaccine that if you enter a a blue state state lines you can never get a boner again that the politics one's the weirdest one yeah yeah for sure tell like, hey let's talk about a conspiracy okay dozens of billionaires colluded with each other to make money off of the pandemic 
That's true. 100%. That is a conspiracy. Yeah. You can prove that with a paper trail. That really happened. You have the finances, follow the money, blah, blah, blah. That's a conspiracy. A conspiracy theory is if you get the vaccine 18 months later, you're going to turn into a zombie and you're going to have to attack your grandma instead of perfect, instead of protecting her from a pandemic. That's a conspiracy theory. One of these are informed, one of these are misinformed, and you chose the wrong one. Andrew Wiggins. You chose the wrong one twice, technically. Just read up on the Pandora Papers, baby. There's, like, there's something there. Yeah, exactly. ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. We welcome into the program star of TV and radio. Back to back to back. New Mexico Sportscaster of the Year. Talented artisan and musical composer. Father of the century. Best friend whenever you move to a brand new city and you're not able to really connect with anyone outside your very small social circle. And then you recognize they're also from a foreign city. And then whenever they come here, they're looking for the same kind of fellowship that you are. Uh, slightly above average golfer and a lovely swing coach to rookies. Deceptively athletic, but can't prove it with any sort of display. Bondian salt and pepper man about town. Front runner when the Dodgers are doing well. <laughs> Festooned advisor at all times. Often impersonated, but never. Well, just often impersonated, really. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Is, uh, he's often impersonated. Star of TV and radio, KOB's very own Brandon Ortega. Hey, buddy. What an intro. I love you guys. <laughs> love okay. Love you, buddy, buddy. The Boston Red Sox are currently up two rip over the New York Yankees. Runner on second, two down, bottom of the second. Okay, Brandon, you are a Dodgers fan every 10 years or so, right? Uh, since I was born. I was born literally in Los Angeles. And, uh, yeah, 35 years strong rooting on the Dodgers, whether they're good, whether they're bad. So, take that. Okay. So you've seen them win how many World Series? One. Correct. <laughs> no. Well, I was I was two years old when they won in 88. So if you want to count that, then two. Okay. We in, will... my li- in my lifetime, it's two. But realistically, you know, as an adult, one. That you can remember. Yeah, I don't remember when I was two. I mean, you, do you remember 2018? Because they were in that World Series. Do you remember that? And 2017. <laughs> I and every postseason for the last what decade? Yeah, they've been doing pretty good. I vividly remember 2017 for some odd reason. Of course you do. <laughs> As everyone knows, the greatest story ever told is Game Six of the 2011 World Series, where the St. Louis Cardinals, led by David Freeze, uh, came back from a deficit multiple times to beat the Texas Rangers, and then to go on to win Game Seven. And the 2011 World Series, that is the last time my St. Louis Cardinals have won a World Series. It had such an effect on Ron Washington, it exposed his coke habit. That's weird. Yeah, that's bad. Brandon, so your team, which won one years ago, my team, which won 10 years ago, are going to face off tomorrow in a one or done, winner takes all, kit and caboodle of a wild card game. And we're going to watch it together, and we need to place a friendly bet. We do. We do. God, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. 
what what a matchup. Two aces on the mound. Two teams playing very well to end the season. Some superstars on both sides. Man, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I can't wait to watch it. And, yeah, I think it was only fitting that we, we got to put something on it. I think so I have be, the bet. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got? So I am on the board at the YMCA. Yes. You are an avid volunteer at an organization here in town. Yeah. I believe if my St. Louis Cardinals win, you and I both have to volunteer at the YMCA on a project. If your L.A. Dodgers win, then me and you both have to volunteer. And, and forgive me, I don't have it in front of me. What's the name of your organization? Uh, yeah, I volunteer with the student-athlete headquarters yes. from time to time. I, I got to volunteer a lot with them in the summer. And, uh, yeah, I mean, really before – Sports came back too. It's been, I've been volunteering with them for a little while. So I think um, I think that is yeah. the bet. So either way, one of these organizations wins, and we both get to volunteer. How do you feel about that? I love it, and I gotta say, it's way more wholesome of a bet than I thought you were gonna <laughs> put down. I, I thought we were gonna get weird. I thought it was gonna be something yeah. a lot more risque. Uh, but I love it, man. I mean, look, I think people know about your work in the community but don't know about don't know about it enough ymcas is one of the many organizations you've been helping since you've been living in albuquerque and and uh even got to do a story on some great volunteer work you guys did passing out energy drinks uh early in the pandemic to hospitals around albuquerque and that's just is one of many things you guys have done since i've known you guys and i really admire the work you guys have done so yeah this is nice yeah this is all right so this is the best good old bet so cardinals win we volunteer one day at the ymca dodgers win we volunteer one day at the saahq yeah i love this i think this i is love very it a lot. Good. done deal done deal done deal so we will be watching i'll tell you what boys and i will bring you bottled water all right so van is also I'll volunteering contribute. i just learned i will sit back in a lawn chair and i will roast you two as you're putting in manual labor, and I'll be sipping on a lemonade, and I'll only bring you water. I yeah, love I love it. Sweet. I love it. I'm, I'm going to call Charlotte over at Student Athlete Headquarters, let her know, hey, after tomorrow, you're going to have an extra volunteer. Yes. Hey. And you need to find something for us to do, uh, especially if it's something in your roof. Uh, some some somewhere uh, hard to reach for you guys. Okay. Because I got a very tall I got a very tall volunteer that can help us out. If you need me to cut in during a remodel of painting, I would be the best. By the way, Brandon. Right. By the way, Brandon, a little inside baseball here. Uh, the lady friend who you admire very much just started working out at SAHQ. Nice. Well, yeah, isn't that cool? I didn't know that. So That's awesome. The, now there, you do. There's the bet. We'll put up a little. Like, we'll square off, like, fist up as we watch the game tomorrow night with the beneficiary either being the YMCA of Central New Mexico or the student-athlete headquarters. Are you guys on tomorrow for the show before the game? Yes, and then we, we will are. come directly to where we are going to watch the game with you. Okay, sounds good. It's a date. There you go. Brandon Ortega, thank you so very much. Love you guys. Take Love it you, easy. Bye, Mike. We are three short minutes away from Mike Trujillo and true to the game. Stick around for he as he will have – Many highlights on the Red Sox and Yankees.
This has been ABQ Central on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.